Hi, everybody. This is Jim Cornette, pro wrestling legend, and you're listening to the Book in the Territory Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast. This is the artist formerly known as Daryl Van Horn, James Mitchell, the Sinister Minister, and I'm here to let you know I would rather slam my cock in a car door than to miss the dulcet tones of Hard Body Harper, my illegitimate son on Booking the Territory podcast. Who <laughs> messy this is professional wrestler Jimmy Vine, the Boogie Wicker Man. Tell my people, my brothers and sisters, don't you dare, don't you dare miss Booking the Territory. Oh, yeah. This is a one man gang. You're listening to Booking the Territory Pro Wrestling Podcast. <laughs> Welcome back, everyone, to this week's episode of Booking the Territory, the Unprofessional Wrestling Podcast, where today we are talking NWA Saturday Night on TBS from February the 24th, 1990. This is the go-home show before Wrestle War 90 that would happen the next day, and you can listen to that review on Patreon at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. It'll uh, drop a day after this one. For now, I'm sitting here with Doc Turner and not Hardbody Hopper, who is as usual running late doc how you doing man uh i'm good did anybody tell wcw this was the go home show i think wcw got last week confused with this week <laughs> no shit we'll get to that we'll get to that in a little bit um harper harper must be on daylight savings time hours and that's why he's so you know he can't quite make it um yeah, we, we hope to we hope to have him in here. Um I'm doing great. How are you doing, Michael? Living the dream, brother. Living the dream. You know, it sucks that our friendship uh depends on us having to talk so much. Cause I feel <laughs> like we I feel like we've run out of things to talk about. <laughs> and I can and I can tell you why. Okay. Lately we've been talking about the shoot job. Um where are you going well, with we've this? We've been talking about. I'm just. I'm just saying. There's so many better things that we could be talking about, but over this many years, I feel like we've talked about all of them. Uh, Cowboys are awesome. The Saints suck. We all know it, and uh, we all like the same wrestling. So now we're down to talking about our damn shoot jobs. Well, football season will eventually come along, and and then we can argue a little bit, and then I can. Ignore you as well <laughs> during the season. So, I mean, classic. yeah. Well, speaking, mean, of, speaking of sports, um, we had a little uh, day matinee uh, baseball game here in the uh, Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex today. Um, and I, I, I took off, I snuck out of work a little early, uh, you know, noon. And uh, we took the kids to a, a baseball game. I have some thoughts about baseball. Okay. Boy, I, this this is either going to get me more heat than I may have ever gotten, or 
I'm going to be the biggest baby face. And like always, probably a little bit of both. And let me just stop real quick and say, I done seen the Silvas and the mullets out there on the, ah, we need more Crockett and Crockett this. Man, let me tell you something. When you tune in, patrons, to hear Wrestle War 90, it's going to be yours truly and the menace over there. So everybody, if you want to listen to Crockett, does he still have that podcast? No, not really. <laughs> no, he couldn't even keep his above water. So there you go. So uh, I'm back in the saddle. That's not going to change. And y'all just need to lump it. Now. <laughs> lump it. Okay. Here's my observation. I'm not entirely sure in 2021 we need baseball as a sport. Oh, Lord. Yeah, you're going to ruffle up some folks with this one. <laughs> but, and I will say that because every year of my life, so there's that point, you know, when you're in your six to 10, where you start to kind of get your sports, you know, you start to, you know, figure out what the sports is going on. Right. Mm -hmm. After that period, I have disliked or not disliked because I loved baseball as a kid. I have liked baseball less with each passing year. Okay. So so I like it less this year than I have in any other year. And that's going to keep going. I, M A, what what are my sports, Mike? You know, tell the people basketball, basketball and football, the NBA and, and NFL, preferably. When I say yeah, basketball, like, I'm I'm stating those I like two. College, yeah, I like college football. I don't I don't necessarily have a team, but I, I enjoy a a robust Saturday schedule of good good time action. Um, but I love the NBA more and more every year. I love it more. It's it's a great league. And so I'm sitting there, and I'm in the new stadium today. I don't You've agree been, with you on that NBA thing uh, being a great league, but I've cut my promo on it a few weeks ago. I, I, we remember, and I wasn't trying to set you up there. <laughs> Go ahead. So, so have you been to that new baseball stadium? Nope. Well, Thank now that you. you're, well, you're all vaccinated now, you can do whatever you want. I got better things to do with my time than go sit in that stadium for four hours. Why? I thought you liked baseball. So. Okay. No, baseball's fine. I prefer to watch okay. it on television. Well, it's nice. I'm gonna I'm gonna go ahead and tell you that. It's a nice place. And I gotta tell you, in the summertime in Texas, I didn't mind sitting inside in the air conditioning. Well, keep um, going. I'm gonna conference in Hopper. He's on. Okay. He he'll like this. I and I you know, I I love the old stadium. How about that? Good play. Will you agree? Was that a was that a good place to watch a, a baseball game? The old Ranger Stadium was a nice place to watch the game. If it wasn't a thousand degrees, but it's just too piss ass hot in in Texas, man. It's just okay. It's too hot, man. All right. So where's where's Harp? I got a feeling he's gonna have to restart his Skype because there was there was an issue with Skype. Big like yesterday. big restarts, lots of vulnerabilities that were exposed in the cybersecurity world. Yeah, hear about it. I yeah. did hear about it, but continue. I had to restart everything tonight. Um, so here's here's the thing: they got two big problems in baseball right now. The first is we just we did the walk up tickets because it was like fuck it, we don't care. So. They're pushing a lot of that shit to you got to have QR codes and digital tickets and shit. And you know who's going to a day baseball game can't figure out a QR code. (laughs) 
there were all these old dudes walking around all fucking frustrated. Like, I don't know what they want me to do. I mean, I guess we can't go see baseball. So that shit might work in every other sport, but in cranky old man baseball, you can't have that shit. You got to print off some tickets and uh, made out of asbestos paper and let these old men hand it to somebody so that they can get in their stadium. Second of all, and I've never been more sure of this than I am right now. There's too many games and they last too long. Baseball should be seven innings. Good luck with that. Right, they already are in the first half of a doubleheader. So if it's acceptable there, you can make it acceptable everywhere. They ain't ever going to cut the amount of games, and we all know why that is. It's because dollar dollar bill. But man, about the sixth inning, everybody with kids started getting up and wandering around that stadium. Now people weren't necessarily leaving. But the ants in the pants thing, man, it's real. Harbor is calling me on my cell phone right now. Jesus, put him on the air. Let's do this on the I air. Don't, I, don't, I don't know if I can do this. Let's see if it'll come through. This is the sort of horse Hey, Harper, shit. can you hear me? What do you mean you don't hear anything? I hear nothing. What do you mean? Well, yeah, because you're not, it's not letting me call you. Like, it's just saying you're not available. See Doc. Yeah, I, I think it's your uh, Skype. I think there's a problem with Skype. To be honest with you. Oh no. Yeah, like I had to do this yesterday with Lance. I had to. Uh, I had to. We both had to log all the way out of Skype and then log back in. All right. Try try that, and then and then let me know when you're done doing that, and then I'll I'll call you back on it. All right. Okay. All right. Later. All right. <laughs> That was great. People, people. I think people. I think people think that we make this stuff up about him. Uh, no. Well, someone said, "God, I hate not being able to tell you who this." Is. I knew who it was. Uh, Chris Apita. He said about three or four weeks ago in the Facebook group. I noticed he mentioned he needs a segment per week with Harper dealing with the help desk. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, please, please proceed with um, with what, what you were saying. So I'm about just saying that if basketball can have the three point line. Yes, change happens. I don't know. There's too much money involved. Uh, I don't. I kind of agree with you about baseball. Baseball is is it's too slow of a sport for today's day and kids. And I don't know what the future of it holds. I mean. I just really don't, man. I don't. And look, to be fair, I don't know their metrics as far as you know. Are they growing their? Are they growing their fan base? I, I've never looked at it, so I could be completely off. But I wonder well, sometimes: as as are they growing of, them? Well, as long as there's a bunch of slack-jawed yokels in this country, baseball will probably be just fine. That's nice. You just offended every single baseball fan that listens to our show. Well, hockey sucks too. How about that? Okay, right. So if it's not the NBA or NFL, you don't give a shit. Well, I like old school wrestling. Okay. I mean, that goes without saying. Obviously, we know that. <laughs> I watched a little bit of the hockey the other night. Okay. Yeah. I haven't seen any of it, to be honest with you. Once the Stars See? were eliminated, I was like, I'm out. See? Well, not even say eliminated. They didn't even make the playoffs. Once the Stars were out, I was like, all right, I'm out. Nothing okay. to see here. Yeah. 
right. Okay. Well, uh, on that note, I do need to thank a couple of people here today. Uh, thank you for to disrespectfully classy Marky Blassie, Mike Chiltry, Jeremy Priest, Joe Ice, uh, four of our largest page contributors monthly. I appreciate the support on Patreon. And uh, one new patron this week, Michael Moore, new patron. Thanks for signing up, Mike. And DJ Turner, who is actually a longtime patron, he went annual and is now uh, a BT Hall of Famer and going annual. Okay, let's see if he'll answer. He's 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 calling, so hold on. Okay. Harper, hey. Hey. Hi. 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 We can hear you, Hopper. Yeah, we can hear you. I'm scared. Don't be. (laughs) So uh, when you hit restart, it worked, right? I just backed out and back, you know, turned it back on. Yeah, that's what I thought. shit. (laughs) He worked the back door like always. Mm -hmm. Well, someone's got to. (laughs) Oh... How you doing, man? We, we were I'm kinda... doing great. Yeah, you getting ready for July 31st? I've been ready. Are you ready? Mm, uh, I guess, you know. What can you do? We're all it's making coming. our preparations to head down there. Yeah? Yeah. Your doc's not going, huh, Mike? Uh, he's too scared I, to mingle with the with the listeners. You I've know got a few is. loose ends that I'm trying to to tie up so that I can get away for the for the weekend, and uh, I'm working on it. Yeah, right. Yeah, sure. We we believe that. Right. Uh. Anyway, while I'm talking about it, July 31st, Grace King High School, in the auditorium or the gymnasium, Hopper. Uh, Doc will get that one from last week. It's in Harper's the fucking like, principal's office. <laughs> Mr. Belding's office? Yeah. July 31st. Doors open at 6 p.m. Bell time 7. If you'd like tickets, go to Facebook and search out Wildcat Sports and Entertainment. And you will find uh, the website. And you will find the way to get tickets. I have been told that floor seats are sold out. So the only thing left is general admission. But Grace King can hold a nice bit of people. So you should be able to get a general admission ticket. But floor seats are sold out. As of now, but be there, and you'll be able to party with Hopper, myself. Now, now, hold on. Let me clear something up here that you and I were talking about, Mike. Let's be. I want to. I'm. This is my. Look. I, even if you don't like what I just said about baseball, listen to me on this, everybody. This is a public school, right? So there, you can't exactly walk in with your joints, your bong, your needle, your spoon, <laughs> your crack pipe. Or even just a cooler full of 12 cultures. Right. This ain't your mama's house. This is great. Keep going, Doc. I mean, I'm, I'm with you here. I just, I know, I mean, you probably had it your entire your entire lives. Fucking hey, dude, we're going to go to New Orleans and get fucked up. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with it. Hey, this is this is your old pal Doc here. There ain't a damn thing wrong with doing that. But this is a public school. <laughs> and it's not the public school where you go or your kids go. So you got no stroke there. And I guarantee you that as much as you think Harper or Champ or D-Man or Mike or, or your friends, the second they see you with an open Budweiser in the gym, they're going to start walking, taking steps away from you. Yeah, don't be that guy. Mike's got a saying for situations like this, and it's my name is Bennett, and I ain't in it. I'm just telling you, go out, stay out all night, get a hooker. I don't care what you do after the show. Just 
don't don't cause shame on the wrestling promotion and put it back on us because you acted like a fool. <laughs> I think I know who you're talking to, but I'm not going to say any names. <laughs> That's nice. I only say these things because I care. Now, if I'm there, I may be part of security and I may help out with this stuff. But like I said, I'm not sure if I'm going to be able to make it. We might have oh, soccer boy. that weekend. No. All right, we have soccer every week. Mike knows how that goes. Oh, tell me about it. That's nice. All right. Well, uh, hey, well, this is it's probably well, cheaper ahead. buying equipment for soccer more than any sport, huh? Because it's just cleats, huh? Um, sure. Except no. your kids, your kids grow out of shit like every three months. Oh. Yeah, but he's got a point. I mean, cleats and shin guards, and even though they're growing out of those quickly, it's not like you're buying top of the line of those yeah. items for them. Yeah, but yeah, right you don't under the academy to get the fucking the the Rollins brand. No, this is when it changes. Your kid shows a little spark of some talent, and now they're on one of those academy teams or club teams. So you got to buy a club card. You got to buy. Uh, you got to pay dues to, for the coaches. You got to pay for the season. You got to buy Christ. all the different alternate jerseys and all the uh, the matching socks and shit that goes with that. Then you got to pay for tournaments on the side, uh, and it would tournament in a couple of weekends. We had to pay sixty five bucks for that. God damn. Then um, that's three three games minimum, five or six maximum, sixty five wow. bucks. And guess what? That's your whole weekend sitting out there. But what happened to the fucking playground, bro? That, that shit has a dusty, rusty, dusty tumbleweed blowing across the the merry-go-round. Ah. it's Hopper. You uh, sports today, and, and I lived this for many years. It's, it's basically like a part-time job. And oh. and that shit is shadier on the back end, all the teams and coaches and shit. That shit is shadier than the Carney wrestling ever thought about being. <laughs> I'm serious. Uh, when you're 10, I think it is, they have signing day. You sign a fucking contract for a year. What the fuck? Do they and get a got- check? And you got coaches that are stealing money, that are moving around and rec- recruiting people like it's fucking A&M and LSU and Alabama vying for some blue chip. That's and fucking crazy. It is insane. Ugh. So here's how I avoid the drama. I put my kid on a Hispanic team and they all speak Spanish. So I don't know if they're plotting against us or not. I don't know what the fuck's going on. That's nice. I'm like the gringo down at the Lucha Libre matches. I'm just like, hey, this all looks good. I don't know. Shit. Fuck it. <laughs> well. But seriously, I... buy your tickets. Get your travel preparations made for the 31st of this month. We've got lots of many big matches, all sanctioned by the champ himself. <laughs> and Wildcat makes his triumphant return to the squared circle. Harper, are you going to chase any gold at this thing? I'm always chasing gold. Are you going to chase any brown at this thing? Come on. I wanted to talk about the product, but you don't seem to want to engage on that. So I thought we'd go back to what you do well, best, which is. You got to wait and find out. Card subject to change. I got yeah. it. Yeah. Somebody might have a shift <laughs> delivering pizzas that night. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> 
All right. Well, uh, like Doc said, July 31st, if you haven't already gotten your tickets, you better get them soon if you want to be there. Grace King High School, 6 p.m. Uh, doors open, 7 p.m. bell time. Be there or, or don't and be miserable, I guess is the last thing I'm going to say. Uh, Harper, you got anything before we jump into this week's episode of Saturday Night? No, let's roll. All right, so let's get going. We are talking February 24th, 1990, and this is supposed to be the go-home show uh, for the big pay-per-view that's going to be on our Patreon feed tomorrow at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt as we cover, hey, Doc and hey. I cover Wrestle War 90. Do you think you could talk to Jim Hurd about these fucking three-hour pay-per-views that we got to watch? God damn. I'll tell you what, it sure beats the seven- and eight-hour ones that they make nowadays. So That's bullshit. If you watch dude, seven and eight hours of that shit, that's your problem. Dude, that, I, that I got... That other count is community service for the judge, man. Uh, Come on. Time served, brother. Jesus honest Christ. to God, two-hour and 45-minute pay-per-views once every few months back in the day was just fine now these suckers do three hours every monday night and two on friday so hey you know what my <sighs> my said something crazy to me uh last night was it last yeah last night we were watching nxt he goes i feel like we need a new vince mcmahon and i was like why do you say that he goes because this vince mcmahon i don't think is doing a very good job that's well that new vince mcmahon is on tnt he doesn't know that. <laughs> I watched I watched SWE Fury with him the other night. He's got a new favorite tag team down there. What's who's that? His ta- who's his ta- favorite tag team? The OMGs. Yeah, Hopper, that SWE Fury comes on in our area. There you go. Now, I got like four episodes on my DVR I ain't watched. but That's nice. <laughs> what can I say, you know? Uh, but Doc, uh, this episode of Saturday Night, let's get back to it. We can get so we did get all night. we did get uh, preempted here by the NBA playoff. No, not the NBA playoffs, but an NBA game. Yeah, correct? I believe so. The NBA, there's a game that's coming on after the Saturday Night episode on TBS. So uh, this week's episode ends up only being an hour and a half because they got to get to the commercial where it's Hawks versus Rockets. We're playing. Uh, at yeah. the bottom of the hour, bottom of the second hour, which left it only a ninety-minute episode this week. You know, Elijah. Well, you know, Elijah Mom was going to go for like thirty-four and seventeen and six blocks and shaking everybody the shit out of their shoes. Yeah, I didn't look up the results of it, but uh, you know, the Hawks had dominance well, back, back then. Yeah, yeah. So who knows? Who knows? But Cornette and Jr. are on commentary at the beginning. They set the table for what we'll see today. And again, like Doc and I said at the top of the show, this is the go-home show before Wrestle War 90. More on that later. We're still in the Georgia Mountain Center for this week's episode in Gainesville, Georgia. And so this would have been taped, I'm guessing, right before, or no, 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 right after Flair resigned as the you know head of the booking committee due to uh, Jim Hurd constant, constantly meddling in Flair's booking. So anyway, we're, we're in that era where I guess Ole is now the head of the quote-unquote booking committee. Uh, they immediately Damn. go. Th- what? Well, I was one wasn't even the leading scorer that night. Who was it? He had twenty-two and nineteen. Well, that's that's a damn good game, <laughs> especially in that 26, era. Dominique had twenty-six and twelve. Let me tell God you almighty, something. 
Moses Malone was still fucking playing at this point. Damn. Yeah. Do you, can you imagine a guy? Look, I don't want to get sidetracked, but given today's <laughs> rules in the NBA, where you know you can't touch a person without them blowing the whistle, you imagine a guy like Dominique playing in today's league? Like he'd score fifty a night. Like the current yeah. fans don't want to hear that. They don't want to. They don't want to hear that your product is watered down, <laughs> and it's just like wrestling. It's watered down, and it's uh, homogen. Uh, it's it's like sterile, and it's just. It's just whack. I mean, there's another way to say it, in my opinion. Come on. It is. So, I, look, I, I got to stop. I'll get sidetracked. Listening to the boys' record. I got that from I got that from the champ one time. Okay. The champ said that. Yeah. Okay. Oh, let's come anyway. On, keep... Come on, Mike. Only I get to call him the champ. <laughs> oh, man. oh boy, bro. Hey, Hopper, I can hear him after after the Wildcat show. Hey, Hopper, all these goddamn people that take pictures with me, man. I mean, what is it? A freaking rib or something? Hey, oh, yeah, what the hell? Fucking marks. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what <laughs> Somebody from BTT bring a sign that says Marks and have an arrow on it. And when you take a picture with Darren, have the arrow with Marks. Uh, I would love to have someone print up a picture of Darren oh, and put it on a poster board and just says World's Biggest Mark. And it's a picture of, of fucking Darren. I would. I would roll on the floor fucking laughing, and Darren no, would get do. so fucking what you pissed. Do is when it's your turn to manage, you come get that that poster board and carry it around the ring and then hand it back to him. Yeah. Okay, BTT listeners that are attending, Clock you in, have been challenged with coming up with a Darren printed head that's or a poster with Darren's head on it that says, what the word mark above it pointing towards him there you also, go you've got your explicit directions also save a little room in your carry-on bag and uh everybody make btt army signs and hold them up let let yeah, the champ know, let the champ know who's selling that place out that's right damn it let him know okay On so i got a question the- here how come Oli and arn are in the ring when the match starts and these two morons in Ranger Ross and Italian Stallion get an entrance. That's true, huh? Uh, yeah. Well, I, they cut it for TV. They probably had their formal but entrance. This whole but... episode is like they got confused and thought last week was the Wrestle War. And they were like, oh, shit, we got <laughs> yeah. one more week to go. <laughs> yeah, I'm with you. And we're going to talk about that in a second when we get to these replays. So Ole and Arn, like Doc said, are taking on Italian Stallion and Ranger Ross. Arn and Ole are going to win this thing when Arn uh, hits uh, Stallion with the DDT. And I got nothing else from it. So, Doc, do you have anything? Um, Well, this is the first time I haven't fast-forwarded a a, a match of Ranger Ross's in in a very long time. I also had that displeasure watching the first part of Wrestle War with my Norman rule. Yuck. Um, am I the only one that was a little surprised that, that racist Ole sold for Ranger Ross? Yeah, I was wondering if he's telling him anything. <laughs> when he's got him like in a headlock or something. What would he say to him, Harper? Oh, God. Come on, Harper. Don't. Don't. <laughs> don't do that. Don't. Don't say something ah, stupid. I want to pay you in food stamps tonight, asshole. Jesus. <laughs> what the hell is wrong with you? What? 
I mean, I guess that's, you could have said something completely worse, but all right. Well, I could have said a lot of things worse. Oh, right. you know what Ole was thinking. Uh, that That's the oh, that's yeah. the problem. Mm-hmm. It's just oh. like watching fucking Gran Torino, the wrestling version. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Man. <laughs> Corny was great here on commentary explaining the Andersons' approach and why they do what they do to make this all go and work body parts and stuff. Really good stuff from him. I got to agree. You know, if you go back and watch those studio shows with these two, these two being Arn and Ole, they would frequently, even in the arenas, they, they just work that good old school style where they ground you and they work a body part and they cut off the ring. Like, Ole's doing it right here. Mm-hmm. And that's and you like... you know what? That shit is so much more effective than all the shit I see today. And I wrote a note here and it said, I really feel like this is a fork in the road. Either you like this style right here or you like the flippy Lucha Libre shit. You don't like both. And when I said earlier, I don't have nothing much from this. I'm talking about Ranger Ross and Italian Stallion. Ole and Arn do their job. I mean, it, it's what this match needs to be. They're, those those other two don't need to be dominating Ole and Arn. Uh, but but you you're right, Doc. this up, I mean, you don't know what in the fuck you're doing. Agree. Because this is not, you know, not something you should be botching up. Yeah. Uh, but it is a fork in the road, Doc. I mean, either you like this style or you don't. That old style, I don't know. To me, it's just much better than 20 years flips that don't mean and nothing. It, and maybe it is me that needs to go out and yell at clouds after this. But this wasn't boring to me. Yet I, I flip on something. I was watching NXT last night, and I texted you, Mike. I watched a guy do a. I watched Champa do a move on somebody that I went, ah, that looked like it. Oof, and flipped him over for the pin, and it was two and seven eighths. And the guy resuscitated himself from the dead and pinned somebody else. Not five minutes later. That's modern wrestling for you. Sell sometimes, other times don't. Twenty million finishers. Look at that. I'm going to get this one little hold in, and I'm going to drive your face fucking first in the mat, and it's a wrap, pal. And it's See, over. he told you it was a wrap. Yep. Harper, anything else from this match from you? No. Uh-uh. Get Doc, did you well. send your uh, Get Well to Sting card to Sting to Atlanta, Georgia, 30348? You said you were going to do it last week, I think. No? Okay, that's what I thought. Well, we go to commercial, and we are shown, um, like I said, the address, and then we're shown a Ruse commercial and you know, I think a Genesis commercial. Commercials. What's that? How come at the end, nothing pops up on the screen that says Ruse or a logo? <laughs> the only time you see the logo is when they're on the fucking shoes. You and, think they're like, moving, and they're moving so fast on this exactly. thing, it's almost like... It's almost like a damn WWE shoot with the shake camera. I'm like, what am I looking at here? Yeah, exactly. You think like at the end, it'll say ruse, you know, available at, you know, Foot Locker. JCPenney. JCPenney's and Sears. No, it's just ruse. Rick Steiner being dumb. Doc, as a as a PhD in that illustrious university that you went to, do you have any stroke with uh, possibly obtaining Hopper, a honorary marketing degree? Because, I mean, he's all about the brand management on the ring apron and the, in the arena and now the Ruse commercial. And he makes some great points. I'm not 
saying he does Maybe doesn't, I should but... take away your excellence of execution award and give it to him. Maybe and I've always so. wondered, like, on the turn, on the post with the ruse, you think they would still do that. Have someone, you know, Geico or, you know, Gatorade or something. Liberty Mutual. Something. I mean, shit, my kids walk around singing, Liberty, Liberty, Liberty. <laughs> I got a really dumb question. What are on the post now? I, I don't even Nothing. pay attention. I mean, I WWE's mean, they, got those big, the huge one ones. they did do right here was they had Ruse and they had Coors Light. That cool, Those Coors banners looked good, too, with the yeah. air being cursive. That looked awesome. You think they would put something up there, Pepsi or Coke or, you know, fucking Chevrolet Silverado or something. Bischoff will tell you those companies didn't want anything to do with them. But something. Until, until he did it. Yeah. I, I mean, Harbor's right. That That's a very, that's kind of like bro, doing that in money, wrestling. Bro, because you don't got to do anything for it. Well, no, in doing that in wrestling where, you know, you put it on the post or even the apron or, you know, uh, WWE uses a lighted board now for an apron. But, you know, anybody who uses an apron or whatnot, yeah, you want to have your company name there. But there is something to putting it on the apron and on the post because it's kind of like what you see in modern day football where they overlay like Home Depot during like right. CBS on, on the it's SEC. A computer graphic. Yeah. They use a computer graphic, but with wrestling, you you literally can put it on the post and it's there the entire show. As long as the ring's being shot, you can see it. And really all you got to do is have your announcer every now and then if mention that, it. If that girl stopped being stinky and put some deodorant Bruh, on her, would you get I was with thinking that? this commercial, play this commercial, Mike. This commercial would get canceled in two seconds. Okay, I may have to um, let me play it. I may have to, I may have to edit out the audio on the YouTube version depending on what's what's playing during it. Yeah. Hold on, let me get to it. This is that dumbass Alka Seltzer bullshit. Uh, Alka Seltzer, they they run, they run their. Mm. Okay, you you want the audio from it, right, Hopper? Yeah. All right, here here it is. It's a secret commercial. Here it is. God, what happened now? Really? There I don't see the problem. I don't see the between problem between him and you. No, nah, I think it would fly. I, I don't know. Here's the thing. Broads can play at the double standard. They no. can get the shit they want in the products and then claim discrimination later. Come on. Is that true, Michael? I'm staying away from this discussion. <laughs> <laughs> I want no part of it. <laughs> I don't want no part of it. Oh, We're boy. Eating. Why did you open that door for me? Man, y'all don't want to open up that can of worms. I got a lot to say, so I'm going to keep my mouth shut. <laughs> <laughs> oh my boy oh lord okay uh so those commercials are done we then go uh we come back from commercial and here's where doc started getting hot because we get a replay of the interview with sting from the hospital from last week we then okay get so a here's the thing here's the thing if you don't have enough matches that happened two weeks ago to show i get that but you can't he's he what is he out doing he's hurt cut another interview with him and then advance the story a week. And then you get another replay with Luger and the Horseman and the altercation from last week when Luger turned down the Horseman and Luger attacked the Horseman. So we had that, and that made Doc hot. I, the replays here don't get me as much as they get you, Doc, because again, this is a day and age, no DVR. Some people have v VCRs. You may have missed it. Hey, you get to see it here. So I'm not. I'm not as hot about that as I am what we're going to talk about just in general with 
how they really didn't do anything else in addition to the replays to solidify what's going to happen at the pay-per-view. Like, they didn't really... There, there was nothing. They shot everything last week, in my opinion. Uh, so, on that note, I'm going to go now to Flair, Ole, Arn, and Woman because they are, uh, have something to say and they're going to cut a promo here. You know, Rick, I've always said that you're the greatest world's heavyweight champion I've ever seen, but I know a lot of fans are really disappointed in your actions in recent weeks. The question is why? Well, Jim, what I am is the greatest world champion you've seen on six different occasions. And Lex Luger, last week, pal, you packed a suitcase and bought a ticket right out of this sport because Ole Anderson gave you a way out. He gave you an ultimatum. And you made the mistake, big man, of crossing that highway into no man's land tomorrow night in Greensboro if you make it out of this building tonight <laughs> you my friend will have to walk that aisle and pal when you're looking at Ric Flair woman and the horseman it's not a pretty sight you know Lex Luger is wrestling here today gentlemen Jim Ross I see it in Luger's eyes I see it in Steiner's eyes the same look I saw in Sting's eyes. Just when they thought the myth was over, all of a sudden, the four horsemen, with a snowball effect, rose to prominence. Now they thought it was their fate that they would be world tag team champions forever. But the bottom line is, ask anybody you know anything about wrestling, the four horsemen have a way of tipping fate. Tell them, Rock. You know, it's amazing. I thought that Luger certainly had the intelligence to understand it. This is no promise, idle promise. We are certainly going to be looking for you on this program, Luger. We understand that you've got a match. Once again, we'll give you a fair warning. When you show up, we're going to show up. Fans, Lex Luger is coming up in the hour, and we'll be back. I mean, basically just always putting a hit out on Luger. Doc, what you got from it? And... When haven't they done what they said they were going to do? Boy, no kidding. No kidding. They always the breaking on. Is it Sid? Um. I think that's uh, Wyndham. No, no, no. No, 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 no. I think Harper's right. I'm just thinking about it. I think, I think Wyndham comes back after Sid. And when Sid first comes back, still the back, widow maker here, huh? At this time, was he? I wasn't watching that shit. Uh, not interested. <laughs> uh, I think, but when Sid comes back, like you know, he's not wrestling. Like he's just, he's just kind of with them. And then, then you'll, then Wyndham eventually comes back. So I think it's Sid first, and then Wyndham. I thought Flair was a little bit more serious there. Because it's the go-home interview. It's like, all right, all this bullshit's over. Just remember, I don't give up the title. Yeah. I mean, I just think more importantly, every time the horsemen basically say they're going to put a hit out on somebody, they do it. They, they, I mean, look what they did to Dusty twice, you know, with the, with the, with the, uh, the, the, the foot or ankle and then, you know, the arm. You just got to think something's coming every time you see that or every time you hear it. Harbor, what'd you have from it? Dude, he's got to cut his hair, bro. 
it's going to get worse. Jesus Christ. Much it's it gets to the point where it is so distracting. All you do is look at it. And I'm telling you, I mean, y'all saw the pictures. I, we that were, picture hurt my feelings. When we were yeah. exchanging we were exchanging the pictures from when he's got the samurai ponytail. Looks like a villain from one of those old Steven Seagal movies. From, like fucking marked for death or something. It gets so it the thing is when it's and that's the thing, when it's dry and he's out there, it's just fluffy. Like just. it's just a not the right person for for that. Ugh. <laughs> it's actually because I guess he's sweating in this building. His hair's wet, and it's kind of yeah, it's kind of slicked down, not on purpose, just because he's just so hot in that building. And he's got that suit on and all that, and. And this is the second part of a taping, so you know he's been out there and he's he's all worked up under the lights, so his hair doesn't look as doesn't look horrible in this. But it, it when it's dry, good lord, man! I mean, put some mousse in it and slick that crap down. Rick well, it can't it. be good that he's been fucking frying it for fifteen years at that point. Yeah, that's true too. He saw right. his dawn is it is dawn commercial. In this Dawn commercial? Yeah. Who? That Seinfeld fat ass. Yeah. Wow. That's nice, Doc. What did he do to you? I hate that show. Seinfeld sucks, too. Baseball and Seinfeld. (laughs) (laughs) I love when he says things to get him heat because he knows nobody can get in touch with him. (laughs) (laughs) They'll fill my... Twitter feed up with tell Doc this. <laughs> All right, and I never re- hear any of it because Mike does not care what the people think. It's not it. I just never remember. It's like twenty million other things to remember to do in this world. You think these uh, athletes uh, smoked weed? Hundred <laughs> <laughs> percent. The U.S. Mobile Indoor Track and Field Championships is what Hopper's talking about here. We see a commercial for that. All right, the commercials are gone. We keep moving. We jump to the one of the semifinal matches in the United States Tag Team Title Tournament. Now, this, Doc, is something that they did good during this episode because they put the two semifinals matches here uh, on this week's episode to watch because they knew they were going to have the finals at the pay-per-view. So this is the first of the semifinal matches, and we got the Fabulous Freebirds versus Dyna- the Dynamic Dudes. This actually is from NWA Worldwide the week prior on February 17th of 1990. Um, so you're you know, saying that the, the finals of the tournament will be at Wrestle War? Yes. Say, yeah. Because yeah. one of the We're, two teams comes out with the belts around their waist at Wrestle War. The finals is <laughs> supposed to be at Wrestle War. I just watched it literally... 30 minutes before we logged on. So they Would fucked you watch it on, on a Peacock. Yeah. I, I, I was over. I, go ahead. I was over at Vince's house and he pulled up the <laughs> look at the library, pal. I, <laughs> I still got to watch it, but I thought that was actually the, the finals. In the I did too. And nobody had won yet. So maybe, I don't know. I'll, I'll, I thought I will the figure it out. supposed to be gone by now. Man. Not yet. I got to be honest. I didn't remember them hanging around this long. 
Okay, so it just just know it's 1990 as you watch these two come down the aisle. Jesus. He's moonwalking. And I and I think that if Michael Hayes is going to shake his pelvic area like like he does, then we ought to be able to have blood. That, their dancing is so bad, it looks like the screen is glitching. <laughs> it's Hopper, what do you think of their dancing? It's it's dated. Well, Garvin like doesn't something... dance. Garvin just bounces up and down. It's like something like a dad would do on like a sitcom, like the dad from like Growing Pains would do. Right. Trying to look cool. Put on a wig and some spandex and, and do a moonwalk in right. 1990. Right. Yeah. You know the you know the worst part about these two? And then develop and then deliver some life lessons to a young incorrigible Mike Seaver. Yeah. Who's now a no. and who's now a crazy Christian. Okay, I have no clue what you're talking about, but you know I don't stay in tune have with you, those Barbara, types. Do you know what I'm talking about? Yeah, he's he's a nut he's in real life. Super man. into Jesus. <laughs> Jesus. Okay, we're religious and politics free zones. So let's keep moving. <laughs> um, Doc, you don't want to know. You want to know the worst part about Hayes and Garvin here? If you think they look weird now, just give them more months and time in ninety. They, their appearance gets worse. They start looking like sideshow freaks. The last thing I remember what they was feuding with the, uh, the Southern boys. That's coming soon, isn't it? That's well, the Southern... last thing that I remember yeah. from them here. I don't, I don't remember when that feud is, but I do, I, I can tell you that the Southern boys aren't, too far off, a few months away. No, they're not. Look, if mm. you can do that on national TV, then we ought to be able to bleed from our foreheads. Look, I agree, man. The gyrating and the just... Because I can explain blood coming from a forehead, but the other night we were watching the Bret Hart documentary, finally, and they showed Shawn Michaels down on the ground humping, and my, my kid goes, he goes, my, what, what, what is he doing? I was like, he's humping the floor. And he goes, what's humping? Mm. It's like, mom. <laughs> Go ask your little friends during during recess. That's how you learned all this shit. <laughs> he's right, you know. Yeah. That's how we learned. We didn't talk about this at the beginning, but Johnny Ace and Shane Douglas running to the ring with their shirts tied up is something else at the bottom. It's just a terrible look, and I'll leave it at that. Uh, Norman uh, is in the audience at one point. They show him eating a hot dog. And I no, don't get it, but it is what it is. Can you, it's almost like Norman is Jim Hurd's second wife's kid that he can't stand, but his wife <laughs> makes him, makes, makes him use the kid at the wrestling show. <laughs> That's nice. No. I mean, and come on, Jim, it. just give him a job. He can do something. Look, he's big. <laughs> Gladys, the boy's a fucking idiot. But Heard was too Don't dumb. Don't say that. He's anyway. just slow. <laughs> Look, the other night I told him to get me a, a double gin on the rocks, and he splashed it all over my suit. 
All right, Doc. 3130 here. Sure. 31. There was there one. Uh, I just clicked what? off away from it. Here we go. 3126, 27. Well, Johnny's and... in the ring, so you know. Oh, yeah. That's, yeah. Everything was airtight, brother. I don't even know what to call it. Yeah, I don't know I'm... what he was trying to do. He's the bulldog that meant, yeah. Threw him off. <laughs> I think it would be uh, it would be generous to call this thirty seconds of wrestling sloppy. It was like oh, eight, Johnny he Ace to was flip supposed him to over. Well, like it was like Johnny Ace was was blocking the DDT, and was he supposed to flip Hayes over, and Hayes didn't go? I don't know what the hell. I happened. think Hayes just didn't go. Here, yeah, that's the here's the problem. Usually, it's fun to blame Johnny Ace, but we've got Hayes in the ring who could be a li- a culprit as well. A, a, you know. Yeah. No wonder fucking Shane Douglas was so pissed off in ECW. Boy, he was angry after this. Because look at him. He comes in after the hot tag. He's on fire. You know, and, and Jimmy Garvin is selling selling for him well. And I like Garvin when he's gorgeous Jimmy Garvin, but he's a disaster in this role. I agree. <laughs> Although he's so, doing a good job right here. Yeah. Um, so the way this thing ends, uh, Douglas has Garvin pinned, but Hayes makes the save. Douglas is about to hit Garvin with a reverse cross body off the second on Garvin, but Hayes hits Douglas as he's about to come off the ropes, and one, two, three, Garvin pins Douglas. Birds are going to move on into the finals of the tournament. There's Hayes hitting uh, Douglas. Hey, let me let me sell some patron, patron uh, memberships. The Freebirds go over 24 minutes at Wrestle War. So, what will me and Mike talk about besides the Freebirds match? <laughs> <laughs> I think they have the second and the longest match on that pay per view. Damn. Ugh. Behind behind Flair and Luger, 24 minutes. That's a long time for for them at that pay per view. But hey, what can you do? So again, to recap, the Freebirds and. The dynamic dudes, that was a semifinal match. The Freebirds move on to the finals of the tag team tournament. Harper, did you have any did you have anything else from that match besides that bat botch we talked about? Uh, just uh when 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 uh God, what's his name? Not Shane Douglas, the other one. Johnny Ace. Yeah, when a uh, Johnny S a uh, Johnny Ace starts to hawk up and there's like zero response. <laughs> did you just call him Johnny Ass? Johnny Ace. You can call him Johnny Ass. I mean, seems appropriate. Probably be a better name. <laughs> All right. Well, uh, after the match, we go to some more commercials, a bunch of replays. They really plug Wrestle War 90. Wow. Yeah, new thing. rap song. God. They just should have stayed away from that. Look, I get it. Tone Loke, Wild Thing was a year earlier in 89, but, man. Come on. Leave the rapping to the professionals. I mean, come on. What are we doing here, WCW? Uh, but don't forget to call your local cable operator for availability for tomorrow's pay-per-view. Uh, Doc, anything else on these commercials before I keep the show moving? Uh, no. All right. Uh, we get a couple of long ones in there, too, with the commercials. Entertainment Weekly. Good God. That Last was enough. week. We get another yeah, we replay. Yeah, we get a replay of the Andersons attacking the Steiners from last week, uh, followed by the Steiners cutting a promo 
I'm going to advance to it, the, the promo, the new promo from this week. But I don't really have any notes from it. I kind of thought it was meat and potatoes. Doc, did you have anything from it? And Which should I play about? it? The Steiner Brothers. I'm ready to see the match. Yeah, really. I'm ready to see these. That's what I came out of it with. I want to see these two and only an R get it on. Yeah. Potentially more than Flair and Luger, I think. I'm halfway through the paper. You had to stop to do this shitty show. Free bullshit. But <laughs> I got to go back and finish the rest of it tonight. I'm going to see what's up. But right now, I think this tag match ha- has me on highest alert. Because I can't see Ole taking a bunch of crazy suplexes. No. I don't know if this... Look, I, I, I'm going to eat my words as I say this because then I'll see something that I regret saying this for. I don't know if the Steiners have a bad match in 1990 on any of these clashes or pay-per-views. And when I say a bad match, look, I'm not saying they have opponents that... you know, Some of their opponents might not be the greatest. But they get in the ring, and when you watch them in these pay-per-views and clashes... Everything they do with the suplexes and throwing people around, the crowd responds in spectacular fashion usually. Like, they are over. And it's amazing because they haven't even been tagging for a year yet. And Scott is still relatively new, uh, at least in this promotion. I mean, he's not like a seasoned vet. But they're just over. Everything they do, man, the crowd's just coming unglued for so I think you're on to something, Doc, with that. But I, I won't say it's the best match. We'll save that for our Patreon talk at tinyurl.com. So that's Patreon BTT when we cover WrestleWar90. Uh, again, nothing from the promo. Harper, did you have anything from it? No, not really. They then go to some more commercials, bunch of replays, Ruse, Oxy-10, Alka-Seltzer, Clorox. Man, they're laying it in thick with these ads, don't get me wrong. National Geographic, I think we talked about that a time or two before. We go to the next match, and we got Kevin Sullivan and Cactus Jack versus Bob Cook and Paul Drake. Norman is out there during the match mingling with the fans, and I'm just tired of seeing him, and unfortunately it's not over for a long time with him. That motherfucker, uh, I'm telling you right now, if you think I... He hits on Missy at Wrestle War, and oh, I have shit. thoughts about it. <laughs> Get your patron okay. membership squared away before this comes out. What do you have from this match, Doc, with uh, Sullivan and Cactus? Not a lot. They're going to win with E. Sullivan, Ca- Sullivan and Cactus win, that is, when they... Uh... Did you notice that somebody told Paul Drake to stop flexing? Yeah. No. When? He didn't flex this uh, this time. Or oh, you time. mean you mean before the matches? Uh-huh. Like, well, look, there's a match going on. Why are they showing Norman in the crowd? Because with, he's the main with, eventer. With two guys that I actually want to see whip somebody's ass. And I and I look. Why, why I get, do Cactus's pants look like my grandma's curtains in 1977? Cactus Jack Manson. That's why. What kind of print is that? Like leopard, huh? But not really. Right. Is it is it it's like knockoff leopard? You know this non HD stuff is for the birds because you really can't tell what people, like you, you can't go back see the and print. Watch one of those see a basketball game from nineteen eighty six and you're like, What the fuck were we doing? It was like you had cataracts <laughs> as a kid. <laughs> it's it's true. I mean, I mean he's got a and point. I ain't trying I ain't trying to say nothing 
racial whatsoever, but I have a real hard time telling the the black players apart when it's not HD. Oh, come on. The TVs were small, man. You your eyes adjust to a eight big HD TV, and if you try to do something different, it's a problem. It Look, I watched stupid I watched saying a, that. No, what an I watched, you're, you're shooting yeah. basketball from further away. I watched the non HD earlier between. We wrestled more between Butch and, and Ron. I can tell them apart. It's different. You sound so stupid right now, but I'm going to no, let you I don't. hang yourself off. There's, the, I'm gonna, of, there's thousands and thousands of crackers out there listening right now, shaking their head going, I don't, I don't know what he means. I mean, I wouldn't say it public because I get canceled or some shit, but he's right. Mm. Okay. Well, I, I definitely disagree with you. I could tell somebody who's white versus black. On a non HD Well, the television. white players aren't exactly all that distinguishable either, but at least, you know, they got different color hair, so you could tell, like, dirt from Steve Nash and shit. Oh, come on. He just makes it up as he goes. He just said, y'all all look the same. Yeah, I mean, come on. Only on old, small TVs that don't have HD, which wow. should be against the law anyway. Well, I mean, they don't even, I mean, I guess there still are non-HD televisions, but anyway. Yeah, right. Remember the time that you saw your first, you uh, you saw your first HD TV? I remember seeing yes. them in the, at, at fucking Best Buy. Yeah. I was like, wow. Look how That's flat impressive. it is. Y- yeah. I think I've told this story before in here. I remember being in Best Buy in like 2001 or two, and I saw like a 55-inch plasma because back then they were plasma not lcds i'm sitting here staring at a plasma tv in my in my my master master bedroom oh you can't say master bedroom anymore shut up why i remember seeing the the lcd it it, or plasma tv 13 grand for a 55 inch plasma there you go damn at best buy in like 2001 by the way i found out that whole thing about your bedrooms on uh hgtv by the way, I asked my master bedrooms. Uh-uh. Um, they're not. They don't. From what I understand, well, I asked my wife. I was like, "So, what do you think about the fact that you can't call a master bedroom a master bedroom anymore?" And she looked at me and looked, man. My wife is she's woke. Okay, look, I don't know how else to say it. She's woke. She's very, very woke. Like very woke. And I say that in the most complimentary way possible. She goes, "Yeah, they're taking it too far with that one." <laughs> Now take me, and then she goes, all right, Menace, take me back to the master bedroom and master me. Okay. By the way, this match ends. That Paul Driver looked kind of nasty on Paul Drake, didn't it? Kind of. Yeah, like they spiked him, man. Yeah. (laughs) Anyway. Oops. Uh, More replays after this match. Did you have anything from that, Hopper? No. More commercial replays, I I should say. We keep moving, and we go to the Midnight Express versus Brian Pillman and the Z-Man in another semifinals match uh, for the tag titles. This is also from, for the U.S. tag titles, this is also from Worldwide, February 17th of 90, so the previous week. Um, What do you have from this, Doc? This was a fucking squash match. You need to explain what you mean when you say that. Yeah. And my exact note was this was a damn squash match. Hurt is burying the Midnights. Well, we know Hurt doesn't like him in the Midnight or Corny in the Midnight, that's for sure. So this hasn't been the best U.S. tag team tournament. 
I think that's a safe assumption. But it's you know it's really weird though. I want Hopper's thoughts on this because like, you know, you got Doom and the Steiners, and now you got Ole and Arn kind of involved in like the world NWA World Tag Title picture. So you can't you can't take people from that and throw they them. They made into, this the cruiserweight tag belt without saying it. Well, you can't take the heavy hitters and make that make put them in a tournament like this. The problem is, I don't know, man. I just they did they had too many they had like multiple US tag team title tournaments over the years because something was always happening with the belts where they were vacated or going away. I don't know, man. I, at the end of the day, I don't know how... Look, the first round... There was a first round match with the Midnight and Rock and Roll that we, we, we talked about. Like, I hate to say it, but... It was better that, than the both of the semifinals. Yeah. Well, and those two teams, in all honesty, should be in the finals. I don't know why that's an opening match. You know, I get you want to do something with Pillman and Z-Man, but... I know what you should do with Pillman and Z-Man. You should bust them back up. But wait till... Okay. I don't want to spoil anything. There's somebody who comes in in 90, and I think their first match is against Z-Man at a pay-per-view. Big name that comes in in 90. They build them up for a few weeks. Mm. And um, just... (laughs) Z-Man better enjoy this little ride right here after that. After what happens on that pay-per-view. And I, well, they ain't got I, that, that big botch. What botch? Is that what it's... Okay. I forgot what fucking match he's in. When they would show it a million oh, times. No. You're talking about that match he had with um with uh, Brian... Uh, what's his name? Primetime Brian Lee. Oh, Okay. He works as it's on a clash or a pay-per-view. I know what you're talking about. No, this is something. This is a big name that comes into WCW in 90. And I think I haven't watched this in a long, long time, but I think this person wrestles Z-Man. Man, let's just say Z-Man is a, <laughs> he's a sacrificial lamb. That's nice. <laughs> uh, for this big name. And rightfully uh, so. I mean, I'm not arguing it, but Z-Man better I enjoy this. Is. This this ride right here, yeah, it's a few months away. Uh, the best thing they could do for for Z Man or for Pillman here is get him away from him, but that's not happening right now. So anyway, uh, Doc, what else do you have from this match before I throw it to Harper and get his thoughts? Harper, what do you have from it? The fucking uh, Highway Patrol could have done this. You mean the Mod Squad or? Um... Yeah, whatever the fuck they're called, the fucking <laughs> cop dudes. Oh well, no. It's you got the mod squad and you got the uh, state patrol. So yeah, right. The, the fucking state patrol could have. The midnight are better than this. Oh, you ain't got to convince me. Wrong team won, but mm-hmm. you know they're trying to get over Pillman and Z Man, and God bless Pillman because he's over and Z Man's just Z Man. Uh, like Doc always says. Doc, what are you doing? Getting some Z's? Yes, he's the Z-Man. Yeah. So anyway. The the Z-Man is definitely the Robin. Brian Pillman's fucking Batman. I think that's an insult to Robin. I do too. (laughs) Well, the Midnight Express, they look like they're about to get the win when Z-Man gets out of the way of the rocket launcher that Stan and Bobby are trying to hit. 
And then Pillman then hits Bobby Eaton with a crossbody. And Pillman and Z-Man are going to win by pin and advance in this tournament to the finals. And now we'll have P-Man, uh, Pillman and Zink versus the Freebirds. But anyway, uh, I hate seeing the midnight done like this, but I don't know, man. Hey, if it, they don't get done like this, we may not have Smoky Mountain Wrestling. So you got to, you know, you got to break some eggs, pal. Yeah. You know, that's true, even though we only get Bobby and Smokey for a very short period of time. So, after this match, they do go to a promo with Z-Man and Pillman. And Pillman mentions they need one more win to go get those U.S. (laughs) tag belts. My exact note was, he may not be the right guy to to, uh, hype up the pay-per-view. And then they talk about Wrestle War that goes down tomorrow. Again, our review will be at tinyurl.com. BTT. Sign up there. Uh, then uh, Z-Man, uh, he gets lost in the in the promo. and I don't know. Should I play it just so we can watch him get lost? I don't yeah. Know. Whatever. <laughs> it's not long. Here it is. There you go. There, partner. Another hard-fought victory. This tournament's rougher and tougher than we ever thought it would be, but we can't look back now. We've had some good victories under our belt. We only got one more to go. We'll be U.S. Tag Team Champions. That's right. You know, one more to go. doesn't matter who we face. We're going to be ready. But believe me, there's bigger things happening. Hey, there's bigger Tomorrow. and better things happening all the time in the NWA. Tell them about it, Z-Man. Tomorrow on pay-per-view, right here, we're going to face the Freebirds. They've been chasing us, and we're ready for you, Freebirds. You start your nose in our business. You jump Brian from behind, myself. And it's going to all come down to the wild thing, Brian. That's right, the wild thing. It's going to get wild and crazy. Think about this. The nature boy, Ric Flair, the world's heavyweight champion, taking on the total package, Lex Luger. Tell me, that's not going to be wild. Who do you pick for that, huh? Well, it's going to be a tough, hard-fought match. I know everybody's going to be glued to their TV sets, glued to their seats in the arena. They're going to be going wild and crazy. And that's on pay-per-view. You know, there's so many things going on in the NWA, it's hard to keep track of everything. (laughs) Believe me, Freebirds, you'll be ready. Because we're coming at you, and we're not going to walk away the losers. Believe me, we're getting payback. And stay tuned. Don't miss a thing. They just shouldn't have let Z-Man talk, Doc. They could have been a lot. They should have brought back Tim Horner and put Zink and Horner together. That's what I was thinking. Like, he's like an Italian Tim Horner. (laughs) But but then I'm thinking Tim Horner was a thousand times worse. Yeah. A loser never quits, and a quitter never loses. That's right. <laughs> the one what Tim Horner said. Want some jump on? Jump on me, slap me, get me in the mood. If you know and what I mean. <laughs> See, that's that old argument. Like Tim was so bad that it was entertaining. Z-Man's was so bad. Beautiful. Yeah. Z-Man's so bad. It's just like you can't even laugh at it. It's. I mean, you chuckle, but you're like. It's not it's not Hopper saying his ears need a rape kit. Come on. You said it. I'm just repeating what you said yeah, after that right. Tim Horner promo. <laughs> Never forget Dutch Mantel what he said on the show. He's like, I felt bad for Tim. I was just trying to be be a little humorous at the end of that. I don't care who you get, just don't get me. This was after Tim said, Slap me, get me in the mood if you know what I'm saying. <sighs> yeah. All right, well, a bunch of, again, I don't Just let Pillman do the talking, not Z-Man. Uh, we get a bunch of commercials. I don't think I saw anything new. I hope anything. that fucking Hunt for Right October movie just finally comes the fuck out. Fuck. <laughs> yeah, they keep plugging it, that's for sure. Damn, hard. 
The Pontiac. Pontiac Excitement 400 live. Is that on the one TV. where he went head first into the wall? No. No. That's like 10 years. Yeah, that it's didn't happen until much later. Yeah. Well, I might have been a little harsh on baseball because we really don't need NASCAR. Wow, you really ruffling the feathers of the Southern <laughs> Wrestling fans now. He knows what he's doing when he says that. He's just trying to get a, you know, he's trying to, trying to make y'all all lathered up. You know. Okay, so here, this is how bad it'll be. I'm trying to get all y'all upset. Let's see who takes the bait. Yeah, <laughs> it's probably Zaha. This is what Zaha. Zaha. Well, I gotta say, at least you didn't say Zoncha. It's Zoncha. I'm sorry, see? I said it wrong. <laughs> Chris Zoncha. All right. Uh, Luger has got to cut a promo before we get out of here today. Uh, not that we're almost done, but he's got something to say related to his match coming up with Flair. Here he is. Welcome back, everyone, to World Championship Wrestling here on TBS. We're going to see the total package in action momentarily. But right now, let's hear his comments. So the true nature boy shows his true colors. And nobody knows him better than the total package Lex Luger. I know you, Ric Flair, better than you know yourself. When you were faced with Sting, when your back was to the wall, you're more scared of losing than you are confident in victory. It's a pathetic sight to see. A man on the edge, his back to the wall. He knows that the young lions of this sport are taking over. Now, Dr. J, step aside for the Michael Jordans and the Magic Johnsons, but not Rick Flair. He can't do it gracefully. So what does he do? He tries to cripple the competition. You may have put Sting in the hospital. You may have tried to put Lex Luger in the hospital. But I'm standing here on my own two feet, nature boy, and you are faced with your worst nightmare that you have ever dreamed of. Because Lex Luger is the wrestler of the 90s. I am the future of professional wrestling. This match comes down to, to what it was meant to be all along. Just you and me. We've been through it for three years now, and it's coming all down to this. Tomorrow night in Greensboro, the wild thing. To total package Lex Luger for the whole ball of wax. The world's heavyweight title. So is this motherfucker called Wild Thing, or is it called Russell War? <laughs> I think it's oh. called Wild Thing Russell War, right? That's it's, like, it's, that's stupid. Kind of like the, you. the future, yeah. future shock Starcade. Look, I actually think wrestling, it was Starcade. Old school future wrestling shock. fans are like small children. You can't give them two step directions. You can only do one. Come on. I here's the thing. I don't. WCW does this during this time period. I mean, they're gonna do it with the friggin' RoboCop pay per view. It's just dumb. Like I don't. What I don't like about it is, is like, what's wrong with Russell War? That that sounds fine. Or yeah. Wild Thing. If we're gonna do that, just pick I one. Pref- no, I prefer Russell War. I, I, I don't mean, give a shit. Just pick one. Stop doing everything wrong. Now Russell here's War the ninety Wild Thing. Luger, just, yeah. Luger wasn't bad. He's he's he was good there. He's this is his shot. Is he finally gonna do it? It's the 90s. He's been telling us he's the wrestler of the 90s. Maybe this is it. I thought he was good there, too. I mean, yeah. he was solid. It wasn't, it wasn't spectacular. Yeah, what did you think? He's an old guy that's, you know, he won't move aside. 
You mean Flair's the old guy that won't move aside? Right. Yeah. Yeah. I got you. I knew what you meant. Um, yeah, I thought I thought I thought he was fine there. there well, so after the promo, we go back to the arena and we got Lex Luger versus Rick Fargo, and the Horseman Luger's gonna win because he puts Fargo in the torture rack very quickly. The Horsemen come out and they're about to attack uh, Lex, but then the Steiners come out and have Luger's back, and then the Horsemen, as soon as they see the Steiners, they begin to retreat. And how the flying fuck was this not the going off the air? Well, I think we know why. God, look at that long thing. Dude, they... The top two matches on the card, squaring off. We can't... We'll see you tomorrow at Wrestle War. Call your pay-per-view provider for availability. Yeah, I can't answer that question for you. Jesus. And it's great because the Steiners don't know if they should trust Luger yet. So they didn't get in the ring there. I don't know what to say, Doc. This is not how they go off air, though. We got a few more segments to go. I mean, there's only so much, and don't get me wrong, there's only so much the talent can do. They did everything right, but then it doesn't get packaged and 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 sold and marketed correctly. Yeah. It's like 20 minutes I tell you what, left. Oprah, I got I got an undergraduate degree in marketing. I'll just give you that. Okay. <laughs> okay. Harbor, you got any thoughts on what Doc has to say about this? They got 20 minutes left. What the fuck are they going to do now? Well, you got to you got to have... just keep the slack, the throat slash at them. That God almighty. What what are they going to do now? Well, we got to plug the towns we're coming to shortly, and we also have to make sure we get in uh, former Wildcat Sports and Entertainment General Manager Teddy Long and Mean Mark, you know Callaway, as Darren likes to say. They've got a promo they're going to cut shortly, and after these uh, commercials, so we got to get that stuff in before we before we you know go home. We also got the Road Warriors in a match, and then uh, we got a Road Warriors promo at the end. But I agree with you. This is the. You know, they probably, it wouldn't have looked bad if they'd have went off air with those, you know, guys squaring off. I don't know what else to say. Especially after everything we saw last week. I mean, we saw a tremendous episode. So I'm advancing through these commercials because I think it's a bunch of replays. Um, Doc, any thoughts on Teddy Long and Mean Mark's promo? Is this where he spills the beans about the skyscrapers? Let's go to it. Tomorrow night, it's where America said it couldn't be done. Well, I'm going to show America and I'm going to show the world that the road warriors are going to go down in defeat and they're going to pack their bags and they're going to catch that interstate, whatever number it is, and head on back to Chicago and start picking up garbage or working for the city or doing whatever it takes to keep them eating, all right? Because Chicago street fight tomorrow night, road warriors, I'm going to make sure that your brains are beat in till your, your head looks like a can of sauerkraut. Tell them, Mark. Road Warriors, we're going to stomp mud holes in you and we're going to walk them dry just like we did in Corpus Christi. Yeah! Tomorrow night, boys, you're going to fall like you ain't ever fell before because the 90s belong to Teddy. the skyscrapers. And <laughs> brother, we're going to make you something proud. Road Warriors, move aside because the scrapers are here and we're here to stay. Testify! are down tomorrow night. <laughs> yeah! <laughs> Teddy Long, bouncing. 
He should have done okay. like the giddy up horsey. Look at him. Look at him. Look at Teddy. The way. What kind Meanwhile, of car you, you got... think fucking Teddy's driving that at that time? Bro. <laughs> you think about that. I want you to answer that. He's like the Southern Undertaker. Like, I've been digging graves, brother, from Birmingham. What kind of cars Teddy got there? We call that uh, the Lincoln Mark IV. Yeah, I remember those. Yeah, it was like a Lincoln a... version of a Thunderbird. Let me Google in what do broken what did broken down pimps drive in 1990? Oh, come on. <laughs> You think that's what he, that does look like something Teddy would be driving in back then? Oh yeah, <laughs> he got the with the with the ash or Continental, yeah. Continental Con- would be a good one. Yeah, <laughs> I can see him driving a Cutlass too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, we'll keep moving uh, after that. Oh, Doc, did you have anything else from his promo? No. Uh, Hopper, you or can we keep moving? No. Doug Furness is going to make quick work of Hacksaw Look, Higgins. Turn, go, can you run it back 15, 20 seconds? Where the, right there, where they show Furness. You mean I'll tell you the, hit. I'll tell you it yeah, hit. Yeah, I'll hit pause. What are, what are we looking for here? I, I'm going to tell you in a minute. I, again, I'm not trying to be... Right there. I'm not trying to be anything. No, oh Lord. Here he comes. What? I'm going to say something <laughs> stupid and ignorant. Does Furnace have a little brother in him? Right, he does look black right there. Does he, Mike? He's he's got a hell of a tan. But he's his orange, hair, but that hair is yeah. well. And I'm not yeah. like, right there, right he's there. The soul glow. Right. <laughs> I'm not trying to be anything. I'm just finding things that have bad thing going. I think he's got like I I mean. I don't remember his hair looking like that in Smokey, but then again, I probably just need to go look. But I think he's like got a perm in his hair, man. Okay, curl it up. I I didn't like I said. I'm not trying to be a dick. I I I I was just like, whoa. That's like that movie Soul Man. Yeah, dude. He he's got it's the tan too that does it. He's he is tan. I mean, look at the pass with being black, bro. For real. Yeah, he yeah he could tell. I mean, especially. I mean, especially if he if he was to say that he was mixed, you would believe it. Well, first off, Hopper, where we're from, in South Louisiana, I mean, right. you could. There's so many people that that fit that Real. description. Yeah, yeah. So like, and that's why when Doc says that, it's very easy to to say, yeah, he could be a brother. I mean, but, but you know, dude, well, he's. But in Oklahoma, where he's from, hmm. dude, he's super tan. Like, I mean, it's like his shorts are his his tights are red. But I mean, he's dude, he's he's bronze. Like his, his color, his skin color, he is bronze. I look at the skin. Look at the difference. And I'm not talking about like muscle definition. Look at look at Hacksaw Higgins, and then look at Furnace. I mean, he they they're two different colors. Okay. I hear you. My other note from this is that Higgins is obviously a turd, but he's a good. What the fuck was that? (laughs) (laughs) But he's a guy up. He's a turd, but he's a good opponent for Furnace because Furnace can muscle him around and look super impressive and do power moves on him. So it works. He's a big guy. Yeah. 
Uh, and by the way, I think we've told you this before about Higgins. He's much better than he looks in Mid-South six, seven, eight years earlier when he was really terrible. He's All right. improved here Book drastically. This match. I need you to go to 121.45 and please tell me what in the goddamn fuck is going on. <laughs> you really going to make fun of kids? In a no, I'm making fun of this asshole. Inst- okay. What? So... If you're watching the video version of this, uh, we'll get to it in a second. It's a chiropractic commercial. Would you let this man lay hands on your child? Insight Chiropractic Clinic. And this guy looks like his name is Dr. Sid E. Williams, president and founder of Life College. Boy, he looks like he's got the devil in him. And why are there children playing... This is disturbing now that you brought it to my attention. Why do kids have fucking back problems? Yeah. And then he's going to put them on the table and stretch them. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Dude. touching all over them. Yeah. What the hell? See? Oh my. Why is a kid being manipulated? Oh, yeah. Harper, what do you think about this? It, it's Those people are ignorant. Look at this I mean, guy. The guy's Dude, name, Sid E. Williams. That's just, that sounds fucking seedy. Dude, tell me this dude does Bro, not. The fuck, what is it like? This, guy is, this, guy's either tu- so... this guy's either touching kids, getting hookers, or about to tell you about 2 Corinthians. Oh, yeah. Google this fucking. Uh, I bet he <laughs> went to jail for something. I mean, <laughs> I fast usually fast forward through this bullshit, and I'm telling you, this this made me nervous. That dude looks suspicious. Yeah. For real. Like, if I saw him, I'd go, I don't know what he's guilty of, but he's guilty of something. He's from Rome, Georgia. At that point right there, he's 62. He would go on to live another 22 years. Yeah. Hold on. He's got a Wikipedia page, pal. Right. He played football for Georgia Tech. <laughs> no way. Yeah. My, Dr. My Sid E. He won the Williams. Orange Bowl in fucking 1952. <laughs> now y'all gonna make me go look this dude up <laughs> so I can see what y'all are talking about. Dr. Sid And I don't e. care what Williams. I don't care if this this asshole cured cancer. I ain't letting him touch either one of my children. Dude, look at one of those pictures I've seen. Oh God. Yeah. Dude, when he he's in his eighties, he really looks like a devil. He has those bushy eyebrows and they turn up like sinister minister and shit. And he's got that I'm gonna save your soul and then go get some hookers look to his hair. See that picture with his wife with that fucking fur coat on? <laughs> <laughs> Uh, do, wait, in 2002, due to issues surrounding his life accredit- accredit- accreditation with the Council of Chiropractic Education, Williams was forced to retire. Uh, I See? smell something fishy. Who are you touching? I smell something fishy. Dr. Sid, Dr. Sid, why your fingers smell like booty? <laughs> Over 50 areas f- for improvement were cited for the loss of the accreditation. 
most of uh, them stemming and, from and, differences between the agency and Williams's own philosophy. And let me just say this. I have visited a chiropractor in my life, and I, this is in no way a slight on chiro- chiropractors in general. This is all focused on this guy touching children. I'm not convinced that kids need chiropractic. I could be wrong. Maybe they do. But, you know, I don't know that I want to go get my kids adjusted anyway. Yeah. And definitely not by this fella. They're fucking young and strong. They don't need to go to a fucking chiropractor. Yeah, what are you getting adjusted for at 10 years right? old? <laughs> exactly. What the fuck did you do all fucking day where you, fuck, you, where you <laughs> fucked your back up playing fucking... uh? Fucking Minecraft and shit. It's not yeah, just like, that, Hopper. It's like when, when we were that age, <laughs> we could. Son, you're still gonna walk out of his bedroom and go, "Daddy Menace, I've been creating so many beats, man. My back is killing me." <laughs> well, I like Hopper. When we were that age and we were playing football in the street or whatever, like our bodies could damn near endure anything. Yeah. I mean, you could put you. We put our bodies through hell. At that age, and nobody was like, "Oh, I'm." That that nobody cared about. Right, like it's like, what do you, dude? This is disturbing. I mean, (laughs) I told you, man. I got I got the heebie-jeebies when I saw it. I was like, man, I I I want to turn the lights on in my house and shit. One year after his retirement, so after they lost their accreditation, or I can't even say that goddamn word for nothing. One year after his retirement. The school regained its accreditation status. Something's fishy, dude. Something is fishy. All right, so let's put the BTT research arm on this. Uh, Army, if you find out something, send it to Mike. You know the drill. Send it to Mike, and we'll... Uh, We'll follow up on this if we can get any uh, any leads because we just you know kind of uncovered this here on the air. Uh, we'll we'll circle back if anybody brings us anything worth uh, looking at. Hall of Famer Will Hartke out there found out the information about uh, M- Power Maker Two. Remember when mm-hmm. uh, Wolfie was the yeah. spokesperson? Will track down some information on that. Man, so Will, this get on, get on this Power this guy. Maker Two look like fucking orange juice. Yeah, because. You know, Power Maker 2 wasn't messing with kids. That's right. And you know how well, we all feel about that's a, people. One of, the, one of the few golden rules we have here is leave the children alone. Leave the kids alone. This leave dude's the puppy snake. dogs alone. Leave the children alone. And, 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 you know, other than psychological abuse, leave the females alone. Look at that dude's <laughs> face. Stop, Doc. Look at this guy's face. Look at the smile. There's something evil yeah. there. Screw him. Yeah. All right. Um, so anyway, we keep moving. My notes. My notes said, "What a carny looking bastard." King King Coy, Coil. Coil, Coil, like your back's a coil, dude. King Coil, life college. Fuck all stack of dimes. <laughs> if, if he comes out, if life drops you on that stack of dimes, you call a neck. Call me. <laughs> I'm the strong arm. I'm on your side. <laughs> call the Good strong job. arm. There's a, there's a guy in our area that says that Harper. That's why I said that. Yeah, they all have a yeah. Yeah, we have one. Apparently, but you don't have the Texas hammer. No, we got the strong arm. Apparently, all these attorneys use the same advertising agency. They just <laughs> changed the name. Like strong, like there it's this guy. Here is that guy. In Atlanta, it's some other guy. That's the strong arm. 
Ah, recycled material. Great. Yeah. Just like old wrestling. Okay, well, we'll keep moving now. Look, well, hold on. What's that number? 1-800-253. There you go, Will, because you called the Power Maker number. That's how we found out about Power Maker. It was still active. 1-800-253-4000 is the number that, to the school. That Power Maker was still active Maybe the most surprising thing that's happened in the course of this entire show. Yeah, it was the it was actually the the company that made it, and I forget the name of it. That they were skeevy too. Yeah, and Sean Sparks actually called it too. I believe he called and 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 like they answered and were ready to take an order. Hey, what can we do to help you? <laughs> right, and the two people that owned it. Oh God, they're the look of them. All right, we keep moving. Look at a young Ernie Johnson there plugging TBS. Hey, look for at it. damn, he was on back then. Oh yeah, yeah. he's been doing this forever. Forever. Look at how young he is. Holy crap. All right. Uh, the last match before uh, we get one more promo before they end this episode is the Royal Warriors versus Zan Panzer and the Gladiator. The Warriors hit the ring to Iron Man. It's a quick match, but not one of those 30-second deals. Uh, Zan Panzer is going to get hit with the Warriors finisher. It looked really good. I didn't have any other notes from it. Like I said, it wasn't super quick, but it was quick enough, I guess. Doc, thoughts? sacrifice to get him ready for the ppv yeah that's all you can do here um hopper anything from you uh yeah, it was pretty yeah pretty much uh what you'd expect from it i'm trying to get to the to the actual promo look at the look at the finish as they replay it Woo, that's a hell of a bump wow all right so then we go to the real wars and uh they got something to say and this is this is pretty much how they go off here although corny and jr are gonna say a few words as well before we get out of here well ladies and gentlemen i want to thank all these great fans here in gainesville the georgia mountain center phenomenal crowd great wrestling fans and right now we're going to take a chance to talk to the road warriors about this sunday night chicago street fight no first of all jim russ we know what the four horsemen is all about so we're going to tell the standards because nobody knows better about your dirty tricks than we do we know your tricks Steiner's gonna take care of you. Then we get it. The Chicago street fight. That's our kind of match. We've never lost a fight in our life. And we ain't gonna start now, right, Hawk? One of our major problems is finding credible opponents to go against. You see, everybody says they can handle it. But down the road, they can't make up for what we have as a team. They just can't seem to handle the Legion of Doom. They just can't seem to handle it. Why? Because we are the best. We are the best that wrestling has to offer today. Tell them, Dolly Lama, we're out of here. You know, Jim Ross, if I can quote an old... All right, let's cut off Ellering. Doc, what are your thoughts on the promo here? Not much. I popped when he said, tell him, Dalai Lama, we're out of here. <laughs> I like that. Uh, Hopper, anything from you? No. I'm just fucking... I want to see Luger versus Flair. Well, there's a lot to it. Yeah. yeah there really is. <laughs> um, Alright, so we do need to hand out Rolex and rate this thing. I got a feeling the, the rating's going to suffer, and we'll explain uh, a little bit yeah. more. 
as we as we uh, give it out. Before we do so, as a reminder, the only way to get the class, I'm sorry, the pay-per-view, WrestleWar90 pay-per-view review, is by signing up on Patreon at tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. That's tinyurl.com slash patreonbtt. Uh, that will drop, that review will drop the day after this show drops. So this drop, this show will drop on Thursday, and that show will drop on the follow, on the Friday night after. Um, all right, Doc. Uh, you know, you and I talked kind of offline earlier uh, why we didn't like this episode. So I kind of want to, I mean, I'll just say it here. They shot all the good stuff last week, and then this week they kind of just, I don't know, it felt like they almost pumped the brakes. Oh, yeah, and they did. What are you going to rate it because of that, Doc? I'd be a lot more critical if this was a full two hours. <laughs> I'm going to say B minus. Mm. I thought you'd go lower given your track yeah, record. But for real, dude. I'm I've seen you, C. I've seen you give C minuses to shows... <clears throat> better than this but okay um all right Come so here, Harper, little baby get out of the crib we're gonna go to the chiropractor <laughs> Harper, you give it a you said a b i'm sorry no, a c? A c yeah c all right and um you're gonna so give many it fucking recaps that we've seen already i mean fuck and then they yeah. shot all the hot stuff last week right that's what i'm saying like half this shit most of this shit happened already yeah fuck I get the Luger. I get the Luger thing they shot last week, where Luger answered the Horseman because you wanted a week to build up. Like, oh God, look what happened! You know, now we got to build up this. We got an extra week to build up the pay per view call. It's gonna be Black Luger Bell versus Flair. Yeah, right. yeah. something Southern Sky. Well, you you all get sidetracked so easily. <laughs> I, I'm gonna give it a. I'm gonna give it a a C plus. Yeah. Almost with B minus. C plus. But I'm gonna give it a give it a C plus. Okay, Doc, who are you giving your Rolex to? Man, I think I'm gonna give it to the chiropractor. Oh, <laughs> come on. Dude, seriously? No. I mean who are you giving I it said, to? I said no. You don't like to have any kind of fun, do you? I don't think there's nothing funny about giving it to that sleazy-looking animal. Well, they they said he was from Rome, Georgia, and Arn Anderson is from Rome, Georgia. Maybe he kind of got him the hookup for the commercial. Mm. I doubt that, but okay. I'm just saying. <laughs> Who are you giving it to, Doc? I don't really know. Yeah, I know it's hard, huh? I'm I think mine. I'm going to give it to Luger. Yeah. Okay. So you're going Luger too, Hopper? I guess, yeah. I'm Breath going... In. I'm going Ole for putting... Uh, basically telling Luger, watch your back, and putting a hit out on him. Plus, I mean, Ole's, Ole's I had Norman. To him. I had Norman and Ranger Ross on my screen. And I was forced to watch. I'm not happy. C plus. C plus. All right. So y'all are both giving it to Luger. I'm giving it to Ole. Two C pluses and a C from Harper on the rating. Boy, not a ringing endorsement on this week's episode. But again, go back to pay per view. 
Doc, again, I don't think you clarified. I mean, like you said, there just wasn't enough new stuff, right? They didn't build it to the pay-per-view right. Right. So that the last things I see make me want to pick up that phone, want to spend my allowance, want to figure out how to make this shit happen. I got less than 24 hours to dig up this kind of money and figure <laughs> out how to get this done. Yeah, understandable. All right, so uh, before we get out of here, quick reminder, if you're not already doing so, please use the BTT Amazon Associates link. The show gets support and return when you use that link. Uh, that link is tinyurl.com slash BTT Amazon. Again, tinyurl.com slash BTT Amazon. Uh, great way to support the show. Not spending anything extra. If you're already shopping on Amazon, use that link. The show gets a little get, bit of kickback from Amazon. And don't forget... We've got um, Harper's relationship and whatnot advice, or you know, if you want to yeah. get a shout out from him and all that good stuff, please. What the hell uh, happened, you shitheads? Wow, that's the way you ask for somebody's money. Uh, but you can get your own, your very own Hard Body Harper video shout out, life and relationship advice by simply emailing Harper, Chris Harper sixteen Wildcat at gmail.com. Again, that's Chris Harper sixteen Wildcat at gmail.com, and you can also. Uh, when you email him, tell him what you want. Make sure you PayPal him as well. Uh, 20 bucks to CC30388CC at yahoo.com. Uh, if you missed any of that, it is in the show description. On that note, I got a couple other things, but I want to ask you first, Doc, if you've got anything. Nothing. Not a damn thing. They frustrated you with the way they did this episode, huh? Yeah. Just a fucking mess. <laughs> I think we talked about the chiropractor more than anything. Uh, all right, real quick. Uh, make sure you check out our Vantage Point, the Retro Wrestling Podcast with Joe Murata and Michael Quinn, the northern version of BTT. Slightly classier, a little bit more professional, but still fun nonetheless as they cover the northern side of pro wrestling history with that WWF territory. Uh, they support us, so please support them. And then check out the Bottom Line cast with Mike Pru and JV. They handle our ECW show on the Patreon feed. And now, well, not now, but uh, they also have been doing a show on the career of Stone Cold Steve Austin called the Bottom Line cast. On that note, uh, Doc, um, I'm sorry, Harper, let me throw it to you. If you got nothing else, uh, uh, let's get out of here. Book it, bitch. <laughs> <laughs>